this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Have you ever wondered what the color of your walls is signaling to you? Or have you ever noticed that working from a wooden table can help you get your creative juices flowing more than a plastic one? Tag along to uncover everyday household secrets that will make your life better and brighter. First, walls. If you're a homeowner, you've probably had to make tough decisions regarding what color you'd like to paint your walls. If your only priority was doing it cheaply, then I'd guess you went with white paint, right? Painting a room white has many positive effects. It can make your space feel wider, quieter, and cleaner. But there's more to white paint than we think. Only a few white paints are actually purely white. According to architects and interior designers, white paint can come with bluish, reddish, yellowish, and even greenish undertones. To know how white your wall paint really is, hold a sheet of white paper next to it, and there you'll have it. Did you know that the same white paint can look different in, say, Seattle than in Florida? It's just like your eyes slightly changing their hue depending on what you're wearing. The white paint on your wall will look different depending on where in the world you live, what type of light your apartment gets, and what furniture you use to decorate your space. If you have trouble sleeping these days, consider painting all the walls in your room white. According to sleep experts, an all-white bedroom reduces distractions and creates a tranquil and zen-like environment, which can help you relax and wind down for bed. There's a branch of psychology that studies the effects of colors on people's moods and behaviors. Have you ever noticed how you can feel hyper-energetic and maybe even a little anxious in a bright yellow room? Or how you can feel calm and relaxed in a light blue painted environment? Take a look at the color wheel for a moment. Colors from the red part of the spectrum are considered to be warm, and they include not only red, but also orange and yellow. These warm colors can evoke a range of feelings, depending on their tones. Feelings that vary from warmth and comfort to more active emotions of excitement and even angriness. Now, the blue side of the wheel hosts what are called cool colors, which include blue, purple, and green. They are normally soothing, but can also fall into the spectrum of sadness. So do pay attention to which tone of blue you'll choose when redecorating your apartment. But now that you've finally decided on the new color patterns for your house, it's time to do that good old rearranging of furniture. Ever heard of feng shui? And no, it's not only the art of endlessly moving your couch around until it finally feels right. It's an ancient Chinese practice that's been around for several thousands of years. In Chinese, feng means wind and shui means water. Culturally, these elements are associated with strong health and good fortune. According to this philosophy, a well-organized home can help us achieve our life goals and ideals more easily. And that's what it's mainly about. For instance, if you're feeling a little blocked, creatively speaking, and have tried all sorts of things to get your juices flowing, try one more thing. Add a little wood to your working environment, or things such as plants and trees. 
Having candles around, aromatic or not, can also be a good practice if you're in need of a little inspiration and enthusiasm in your daily life. And what about the front door? Many times before we even notice it, we cross paths with a welcoming or sometimes even unwelcoming doormat. Today you can find them in all styles and colors. But have you ever noticed if people are placing their doormats in the correct position? The function of a doormat is to clean the sole of a person's shoe before they enter an apartment. And yet, somewhere in history, we interpret that the best way for it to be achieved was to place our doormats horizontally, with the rim of the carpet parallel to the rim of the door. Now, this isn't the case at all. You should place your doormat vertically, creating a long carpet walk from the street to the house. This way, a person takes more steps until they reach the house and the soles of their shoes are cleaner once they've crossed the house's threshold. And if we're still thinking of feng shui, they say you should pick your doormat color according to which direction your front door is facing. So, check this out. Open the Compass app on your phone and find out which cardinal direction your front door is facing. If it's facing the south, then the best colors for your doormat will be red, purple, deep orange, vivid yellow, or deep pink. But if it's facing north, let's say then you should be on metallic colors, like white and gray. Oh yes, a basic feng shui tip would be to get rid of any clutter. All those old papers you've been keeping for some mysterious reason, or all that childhood memorabilia you're probably not using, I'd say take that directly to the nearest trash can. This is one of the success secrets of one of the most prominent home organizing experts of today, Marie Kondo. Maybe you've seen some of your neighbors getting rid of rows of clothes, some even with their tags on, and when you finally decide to ask them why they're doing that, they answered, it doesn't bring me any more joy. This is the condo's motto. Only keep it if it still brings you joy. Another tip is to learn how to layer clothes vertically. Yes, you heard that right. Our default folding techniques usually tend towards the horizontal, meaning that we place our shirts on top of one another. To save yourself from going through the entire drawer of folded t-shirts to find the one that you need on the very bottom and then dealing with the mess you leave behind, arrange clothing, towels, and similar items vertically. This way, you'll save space since more shirts will fit in the drawer, and also, it'll be much easier to find the t-shirt you're looking for. And let's say you've finished redecorating and feng shuiing your entire home. Now what? Well, if you're feeling inspired, do give making your home cleaning products a try. It's easy, very sustainable, and makes for a nice morning of artisanal work. For instance, you can make a multifunctional cleaner with all natural ingredients just by putting a bunch of daily resources together. For this experiment, you'll need one quarter cup white vinegar, one quarter cup bicarbonate of soda, a squeeze of any liquid soap, and two cups of water. Give it a good shake, and there you go. Nice and easy and ready to use. You can keep it in a spray bottle to use whenever you need to get some cleaning done. It can help remove a tough stain on your clothes or even the carpet. And if you still got an extra hour or so to spare, how about making some other DIY? Say on your last trip to the supermarket, you bought several products that came in glass jars. After you've used them all, wash them clean and reutilize them. You can use a medium-sized jar to make a new home for a succulent or even a suspended garden of herbs. Just add about an inch of rocks for filtering. Then top it up with some dirt. 
Next, you'll plant the herb or the succulent in the jar and tie it all up with some twine so you can hang it in your kitchen or in your bedroom on top of the bedside table, for instance. If you're not a plant person, you can also use your glass jars to make an aroma diffuser. For this, you'll need a few drops of essential oil. You can use lavender or rosemary, some water to dilute the oil, and an old pair of chopsticks you've been keeping in your drawer but never used. Well, there you have it. Don't forget to keep switching the ends of your chopsticks every once in a while, since it's the moist bits that diffuse the oil.